You're listening to The Collected Podcast, bringing you inspiration and resources to help you discover and live from your truest self. Follow along on social media at Collected Workshops, and be sure to visit thecollectedpodcast.com for show notes and to learn more. The Collected Podcast is sponsored by Clean Juice, a certified organic nutrition and wellness bar with more than 100 locations in development in 16 states. Learn more at cleanjuice.com. Welcome to episode 48 of The Collected Podcast. I'm Jess Biondo. I'm Tia McNelly. And I'm Michaela Hooper. We are so excited to have Lori Cavalock here with us today. Um, she is a bundle of energy and joy, um, just full of wonderful insight um, on leadership and entrepreneurship. She has a business called Gathered Events and also um, Banner Marketing. So um, we know you guys are just going to be totally blessed by who she is and the wisdom she carries. And we were having such an amazing time talking with her that we carried it over. We didn't want to stop. So there is a Patreon episode available um, up on the page now. So if you have not yet subscribed, you can join for as little as a dollar a month. But you can also join for more. Yeah, we'll take all the money you want to give us. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, one one last thing before we jump into this interview. Did you guys, do you remember that uh, Gathered Events has its roots at a collected workshop? Okay, I did not know that. Yeah, they had their idea and decided to go for it and were like totally covered in prayer Mm -hmm. for gathered events at one of our very first workshops. Isn't that cool? Yeah. Wow. I know. Anyways, here's our interview with Lori. Enjoy. Lori, welcome to The Collected Podcast. I am really happy to be here. We are so excited that you're with us, and you came to sit with us live. We don't have to talk to you over the phone. That's our favorite. It's so nice to see your face. It's always a special uh, conversation when you can look people in the eye. Yes, no doubt. Yeah. So we wanted to kind of just start our conversation with just asking you kind of to give us an overview of kind of where you've come from and and what you're up to right now. Yeah. That is always a difficult yeah. question for me to answer and to explain what I do is tricky because I feel like I I enjoy doing so many things so mm-hmm. then it just becomes like throwing spaghetti at the wall to try right. to explain what I do right. and usually overwhelm people and their eyes start to glaze over and so <clears throat> I'm really... I, I grew up in an entrepreneurial family. Mm-hmm. We owned a business, a family business, and we would sit around and dream up business ideas as a family. I love and that. Isn't that the coolest? Yeah. I'm really, I like have been in the school of, of business my whole life, and I love that. And I love seeing businesses thrive in their strategy, thrive in how they um, bring their employees into their business strategy mm-hmm. and define it where their employees can follow that strategy. Uh, I'm, I like to think from the strategic perspective with yeah. any company, no matter who I'm dealing with. And so the big broad answer is I love helping people with their most expensive asset, which is their people. Nice. And mm-hmm. the other thing I really love to do is help with their brand and their story and helping companies better tell their story mm-hmm. so that it relates to whoever their ideal audience is. That's amazing. Yeah. 
That's so helpful, especially to small businesses and entrepreneurs who maybe had that great business idea, but don't necessarily have an education in business or the know-how to, to make a business thrive. Mm-hmm. That's so valuable. Mm-hmm. So tell us a little bit about maybe where where you came from in your faith journey. How yeah. like kind of how did you grow up and and when did you meet Jesus? I met Jesus at four. years old. So I don't know a time in my life without the Lord, which I'm absolutely so thankful for. And a true love relationship with Jesus my whole life, even through high school and and the tough years. And I've always just been madly in love. And and He's a hard act to follow. And I think that really protected me as a kid from making choices that might have been more difficult because He's a hard act to follow. Mm -hmm. And so I've just always been that kid that was madly in love with the Lord. I love that. And I'm really, really thankful for that mm-hmm. uh, journey in the Lord. And so I feel like I've had multiple times, though, of rediscovering Him and saying, I almost feel like I'm newly saved again, <laughs> <laughs> because you start to discover a new facet of the Lord, and all of a sudden, it's this dynamic, where have you been my whole life, Holy mm-hmm. Spirit? I didn't realize how powerful you are. I think I ignored you my whole life. And that was <laughs> in my 40s where I said, was I saved before? And I mean, I'm joking, but... Right. Mm-hmm. I know exactly where you're coming that, from. I love how the Lord is really new every day. He doesn't get boring. He's a very mm-hmm. creative God. Mm-hmm. And me being a creative person... I love that he's never stopped creating and he's constantly new every morning. He yeah. really is pretty amazing. So again, he's a hard act to follow for That's me. Amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How has your that perspective on God and the depths of his power and mm-hmm. um, how has that influenced the way you run your business? Boy, that is such a great uh, question. So my, I grew up, like I said, in a family business and we all worked from 12 years old. My mom was like, you want clothes? You work for him (laughs) because I got picky and didn't like what she bought. So she was like, that's it. We have a business. You go to work. and So I've always worked. But my vision for myself was get married. And we got married very young. My husband, Chris, and I, we got married at 18 and 19. Oh, my gosh. Mm -hmm. I love that. Oh, man. We really did finish raising each other. And fortunately, we didn't kill each other in the process. So I'm still here today. Talk about it. (laughs) 33 years later. Wow. But I really had this vision that I was going to stay at home and raise babies. Mm. So when you talk about my business journey, it's so amazing how often difficult Mm. it has been. Mm -hmm. Because when I was working, and of course, I thought, okay, well, I'll get a little part-time job. (laughs) And this was years ago when Noelle was just a baby, and my husband was uh, said to me, honey, we can't live on a part-time job. I need you to, you're going to have to work full time. And, and this is when we lived in Phoenix, Arizona. I spent so many months crying every day because I didn't want to go to work. I didn't want to have to, to work full time. I wanted to just raise babies and, and, you know, even had well-meaning Christian friends say, well, you need to sell Mary Kay and, <laughs> and stay at home with the baby. And I'm like, that's not, that's not my gifting. And that's not, the, mm-hmm. I mean, you know, that's just not going to work. But it was so well-meaning. But really for me, it was it's looking back and how amazing it's been that the Lord has always said to me when I would quiet my spirit, I have you where I want you. Mm-hmm. And that was hard because I did not want to be there. Mm-hmm. And I feel like for me in my life, so much of 
where I am is I have you where I want you. Mm -hmm. And I didn't really pick it, (laughs) but I'm here because I want to be faithful to what the Lord is asking me to do. And yet I look back and just, wow, Mm -hmm. how amazing, and my amazing daughter, and how God more than covered who she was going to be to grow up. And you know, you feel all the failures as a mom and all the things you're not doing, and yet... The Lord is so faithful when you respond to mm-hmm. His, when you say yes to the Lord. And when yeah. you say, okay, if, if I'm going to do this, if I'm really going to follow the Lord, because I think I could have probably quit the job and did it the way I wanted to do it, and I could have had an answer. I mean, I would be okay, and mm-hmm. she'd probably mm-hmm. be okay. But there's something to saying yes to the Lord that it's not an easy thing to say yes to the Lord, Mm-mm-mm. but it's so dynamically, amazingly beautiful. And and I remember sitting in my car with my journal and crying. I spent a lot of years crying, but <laughs> kicking against what I knew the Lord was telling me to do. But I would just be like, I don't want to do this anymore. And there were some times when it was hard, I'd have to sit in my car and talk myself into walking in the building because I knew I was he- head of a marketing department and had oh, a lot man. of pressures coming at me. And I didn't want to go there and, and, you know, all of the drama of just work life that we all have to face. And I would cry. And, and I remember writing in my journal, it feels like I just have to die every day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and of course, the Lord's like, you know, pick up your cross daily. And follow me. Wow. And it's like, oh, that's what, that's it what you mean. actually, right? It's not nearly as cutesy. It doesn't no. fit on a t shirt nearly as well <laughs> when you realize what pick up your cross daily and follow him looks like. It is die to yourself mm-hmm. every day. And if you say to the Lord, you know what? I really will do anything you ask of me. He has such plans for you, but it's not always easy, and you really have to remember, and that goes to that identity question, you have to know whose you are and who you're following. Mm-hmm. So it's not about what I want. It's about just being faithful in the moment. And mm-hmm. I think that our mm-hmm. lives are such a moment by moment. You can't map out. I can't. I can't tell you guys. I, you know, I can't tell anybody else what to do or what that's supposed to look like. Mm-hmm. I know in my life, it is a faithful moment by moment. And don't you know there are times, and I know you know there are times, when it's a second by second. Can I survive this second? Can mm-hmm. I live through this second? Mm-hmm. Can I take this breath in and somehow breathe it out and still walk with the Lord? Yeah. And sometimes it just it gets down to the very moments. And yet... He's so faithful yeah. within every moment of breath, and and His plans really are for our good. Yeah, mm-hmm. and His glory, and His glory, for sure. No and doubt. and who and you know I I tend to need to be humbled a lot in the Lord, and there are times <laughs> when I feel like He says to me, "Who do you think you are?" Yeah, yeah. You know, you get all up in arms about stuff, and I just feel like the Lord's like, seriously, who exactly do you think oh, you he are? said that to me a time or two. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. Okay, baby girl. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> but he's so gentle with us. He's and you kind. know, he's such a good dad. He is. Yeah. It's, it really is for our good, but it's also for his glory. Yeah. And how he can get our good and his glory. 
all the time to be perfectly matched. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, it really is. Mm -hmm. I think it's so cool that from a young age, first of all, I mean, you, you knew the Lord. Yeah. But like, he was even setting the table for you with your parents, like having that entrepreneurial mindset. Mm -hmm. And little did you know that was going to be such a huge part of Mm -hmm. what he's doing with you now Mm -hmm. and creating that space to be creative and talk Mm -hmm. through ideas and things. Mm -hmm. For then to you be able to now, here you are current, present day, pouring into entrepreneurs. Mm -hmm. Like, and you have, had no idea. Yeah. Like, I mean, God is so good like that and so yeah. faithful, like you're saying. Like, He's just, what He's up to is far greater than we could we could expect or imagine. And um, yeah, I just, I love that about you, Lori, and how mm. you carry that so, so sweetly. Um, do you, like, how do you wrestle through um, <laughs> some of the, the, like, the hard moments that you've had in your process of getting to where you are now? Like, mm-hmm. It didn't just happen. Mm-mm. Clearly, you've been in this process, and you're here today. Mm-hmm. How did you wrestle through some of the the hard points? Not very pretty, mm. usually. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty ugly at times. Um, but the wrestle is such the right word for it, isn't it? Because mm-hmm. it's a wrestling. I mean, we're wrestling, and you know, it's kind of like, okay, God. What are, what are you asking of me? And we kind of, I don't know, and I feel like I have walked away with a limp quite a few yeah. times <laughs> with the Lord. Yeah, yeah. Because <laughs> we wrestle it out. Yep. And it's like, seriously, is this what, is this what this is supposed to look like? Yeah. Is this, is this, you know, is this hardness part of your plan? And boy, I spent a, a, a season of time... <laughs> Looking through the Word, trying to find a way to rebuke suffering. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Isn't that precious? <laughs> it's not there. No. By the way, I looked. I looked. I dug into the Scripture. I'm like, there's got to be a way to rebuke this oh, pain. Mm-hmm. And there's, it's not there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, Jesus fact, did it. So Count it all joy. Uh, yeah. Isn't that a wrestling right there? Yeah. Count it all joy when you suffer. Mm. It's only, I mean, it's such an inside out, upside down kingdom. And yet, so amazing. I think yeah. every moment to, to be able to still see the goodness of God, mm-hmm. even in the deepest wrestlings, I still see how good He is. Yeah. I'm thankful for that. Yeah. Because that sovereign. is a piece that I think when we lose that or when that starts to get attacked, it gets really difficult because mm-hmm. if you can't see His goodness, it's hard to find that peace yeah. and to kind of pull back and see the goodness of the Lord in the very depths of yeah. your journey. <laughs> Have you? Do you feel like throughout your journey, you've seen God open some surprising doors? <laughs> oh my gosh, yes. Yeah? Yes. Yeah, he's so amazing, and there are so many stories that I could tell of his faithfulness and his uh, favor Mm -hmm. over me. What's one? Uh, Well, quite a few years ago in my business, I felt like the Lord said, basically, shut your mouth. I will promote you. And I remember thinking, okay, well, that's cool. But, you know, then I'd be at some networking event or, you know, somewhere where you're talking to business people and you start, I would start to try and talk about what I do and it would come out so wrong and it felt awkward and like I was trying to wear 
the wrong shoes, you know, like you're trying to wear somebody's grown-up shoes. And I really feel like God really was saying, no, seriously, honey, you're no good at this. Please let me do this for you because it's not your skill set. I've given you gifts, but that's not one of them. And I feel like His goodness of how He takes care of me, and yet what I love is those creative gifts that He's put in all of us. And he, His desire is for us to unleash those creative gifts. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that we're going to be good at everything. Right. And so I feel like the Lord was like, no, I'll do this. I'm yeah. going to promote you because you just this is not your skill set. <laughs> and so just recently, um, I have had the opportunity to obtain a new client, and it's this giant. They're one of the largest blueberry farms in Georgia. Neat. And it all came from buying a basket of blueberries in Harris Teeter. Wow. <laughs> It is kind of a wow story. And I felt like it was $10 for this basket of berries, but they were so beautiful. And I was just like, you know what? I'm going to buy these. These look really good. And it was, you know, it was that kind of the Lord drop, like just take a picture of them and send a note to them. So I did. And I said, mm-hmm. I just want to thank you. These are great berries. Uh, I've enjoyed them. I've enjoyed them. And <laughs> I've enjoyed them. Done enjoyed them is yes. really the proper way to say that. So um, I sent him a note. Within like an hour, he wrote back. And he said, I'm sitting here with my farm manager, and he's grinning from ear to ear. And he said, um, it's our goal to put a superior berry in every mouth in the South. And I'm like, well, that's stinking cute. <laughs> Isn't that adorable? So I, I looked him up on Facebook or Instagram, nothing. I, found, I went to their website, and it wasn't very good. Uh, so I, I had another God drop, and it was like, just tell them what you do. And I'm like, I've never marketed a farm. I don't know how to, you know, like, you, of course, want to talk yourself out of these amazing opportunities when you say, okay, God. You, I, and, and it was like, I will promote you. But you know what I did? I sat on it for three weeks. Wow. I was like, Wah. and so I forgot about it. And I was sitting cleaning up my emails one day, and that email popped up. And it was like, just send them a note and don't overthink it. Yeah. So I just wrote and said, I feel like you're sending on a branding gold mine. This is what I do. I'd love to work with you. He wrote back within an hour. He said, this is my favorite part. I was sitting on my tractor. That's amazing. <laughs> I have a tractor <laughs> I just make thing. you smile. Yeah, that's <laughs> perfect. Made me smile. I was sitting on my tractor talking to God. Mm. And I said, God, I need help with this, but I don't know exactly where to turn. And he said, and literally my phone dinged what? and your email popped in. Come on. Isn't that the best? Wow. I love and, that. I do too. And and so we are recognizing that this farm who is amazing and we've gotten I've gotten to go spend time with them and we've done photo shoots and we're working right now on everything. They're lovely, God-fearing people who just needed help. And so here I'm seeing God connect two needs, and putting them together. And so we're creating this amazing story for them. And the really cool thing is my hair's teeter never should have had those berries. Oh, really? That's what I found out when I was down there. He goes, well, your store never should have had them. They must have had something go funky that you got those berries in your store. They were only for the coast near to Georgia. Wow. And my friend just recently said, I almost can picture an angel just picking him up and dropping him on the shelf there. <laughs> but I feel like God, he is really loves business that much. He loves creativity that much. Yeah. And he really does love our yes that much. 
but sometimes we have to to lay our lives down for a while mm-hmm. to see the fruit of that. And I feel like I'm in a season where I'm getting to enjoy some fruits of that. Literally. Literally. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> and they're fruit. really good. <laughs> well, and I love about that story that you didn't email him right away. You waited three weeks. I did. And in that waiting time, God was preparing his heart. Mm-hmm. And you sent the message at the exact time that he had ordained. I think so yeah. often we feel like, well, if this is of the Lord, I got to make it happen. But yeah. like, no, 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 you waited. And then the timing mm-hmm. was perfect. Mm-hmm. So it's like, oh, there's, I don't have to rush anything. Yeah. There is something mm-hmm. to his timing. And I do think there's a holding the promises of God with an open hand. Mm-hmm. And when we get so attached to the promise, we lose sight because we're looking here and we're trying to figure out how to make this work. And I think of anything I've seen young entrepreneurs or entrepreneurs of any age struggle with is they have the idea and they literally wring the life out of it because they've lost sight of the Lord in Mm. that process. Mm -hmm. And so, okay, God, you've given me this gift and I'm going to see what happens with it. And then you step out in faith as he, right? Or you take those chances when you, and you pray it up and you do the best you can. And sometimes you stumble and sometimes you don't. But if I turn this into the promise, into the treasure, I mm. lose sight of the Lord. And I feel like then it, it spoils the treasure. That's good. Yeah. So. yeah. Word. What would you say to someone who is struggling with that right now? Like yeah. they feel like they're hanging on to it so tightly and they don't want to be and they mm-hmm. they know mm-hmm. it's not the best thing for mm-hmm. them but what's that first step mm-hmm. in beginning to let go mm-hmm. that's a tricky one because i do believe that we're also unique mm-hmm. you know in how True. we process stuff but i do know that the word is still the word yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, I do know that quieting yourself, um, there's a new album out, um, Amanda Cook, mm-hmm. House on a Hill. Mm-hmm. Some things you can't know until you're still. Mm, and I'm good. really in that season right now of some things you just, you won't be able to hear until you really still yourself because we get anxious. And so we start to, that, I feel like that's when we start to, to strangle something because mm-hmm, yeah. we're anxious about, we want to see that promise fulfilled. And some things we just can't get to until we quiet ourselves. And that was even me back in the day when every time I would really quiet myself and say, okay, God, whatever it is, and he'd say, I have you where I want you. Mm. And sometimes it's not the answer we want. And so then I think, that's our choice now. What do we do with the answer? Do we, do we step into the answer that we didn't want and trust the Lord or try to kind of make it happen mm-hmm. a different way? Yeah. That's been my experience, but everybody's story is so I've different. Had, yeah, and I've had a lot of people ask me over the years, like, how do I know yeah. if this is God or if this is me wanting this and making mm-hmm. it happen? Mm-hmm. What do you say to that person? How do they know? I think it's a, a really fantastic journey question. Yeah. <laughs> because I think we all get have those probably daily where you're like, wait, is this God or is this just me? Mm-hmm. And I feel like the Lord, He created us to be creative. And like He gives us 
the desires in our heart. Like he's already planted desires in your heart, even before you were born. And so sometimes you have desires that you're like, well, is this me or is this God? Well, and and sometimes it's a godly thing that's been planted in you since Mm -hmm. you were formed. Yeah. And so I think that walking again with an open hand before Mm -hmm. the Lord to say, you know what, God, I believe this is you. And me sending that email to my farmer okay, God, I'm, I'm kind of feeling like this is really a God thing. And then it just starts to unfold. Yeah. Other times, you know, you step out. I've had dreams and I thought, oh yeah, this is going to happen. And I was sure something was going to happen. Yeah, nothing happened. Mm-hmm. So then again, I feel like you have to go, okay, is God still good? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He really is still good. Yeah. Yeah. And I don't know why I had an actual dream about something and saw it in real life and thought, oh, well, then this is it. And nothing happened with that. I don't know. Yeah. But I know he's still good. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, sometimes it takes such a long time for for us to gain understanding or for the full manifestation of whatever it is he's up to, to kind of be in front of us. But we have to always remember through it all, he's still good. He's still good. But the waiting is hard. I experience that sometimes knowing, knowing, knowing deep, deep in my soul that I'm healed mm-hmm. of rheumatoid arthritis. Mm-hmm. But I'm waiting to see the physical manifestation of that in my body. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's difficult sometimes to yeah. say, Lord, you're good. You're mm-hmm. a healer. Mm-hmm. And I know that you've healed me. Mm-hmm. But you're outside of my understanding, and, and you're not of this this natural realm where my mm-hmm. body's broken. Yeah. So, anyways, I 100% know what you mean, and yeah. that's good. So, listeners, when you don't know, mm. it's just a conversation you need to have. Is mm-hmm. what it sounds like mm-hmm. to me. It's a love letter. Yeah. I mean, the Lord is—he uh, wrote this amazing love letter to us, and and in any relationship, if you stop having conversation, the relationship dies. Mm. And if you stop talking to the Lord and having that love conversation with Him or that frustrated, con- whatever the conversation, if you stop having conversation with Him, that relationship will get dry. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's so, so just, true. man, duke it out with Him. Talk to Him about it. Okay, God, I feel like this is what I'm supposed to do. Uh, you know, like, he's so He's the best one to just... Yeah. Really lay it on the line with. He's not afraid of you. It's true. You know? <laughs> That's so good. That's what so are true. some practical things that you do? I I mean, I know you said like getting still and waiting mm. and having conversations, but what are some practical things that you do mm. to remain rooted in that identity that you so clearly have in mm. the Lord? Mm. Well, some of the practical things are uh, put worship on worship music on in your house uh, and just let it be part of your noise. Mm-hmm. I always think of that statement because I do leadership training with corporations as well. And so uh, I really try, and, and I wrote the whole training with Godly Truths. It's just mm-hmm. I get to go into these large corporations and talk to people about being a good leader, but there's always those Godly Truths. And one of the things that I love is, is uh, encouraging them, garbage in, garbage out. Goodness in, goodness out. If you're listening to music that is angry, you're probably going to feel angry. Yeah. If you're listening to things that give you life or you're watching things that give you life or you're thinking things that give you life. So I do think that it's, it's purposed. You know, you mm-hmm. have to purpose to 
keep your eyes on. Mm-hmm. And for us, we know the real prize. Mm-hmm. And really to keep your eye on the prize. And you know what I love is you can't ever know him up. Mm-hmm. So there's a constant yes. journey of knowing him. Yeah. Right? Mm-hmm. That's so true. You can't be like, well, check that. Yeah. I now know him. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, oh, oh, but bless, wait, bless your Not heart. This side of I know. <laughs> what else? So you said worship music. What else mm. do people do? To stay, um, or what do you do to stay rooted in your true identity? Well, it's so um, elementary, but it really is in the word. Mm-hmm. It really is in prayer. I don't think we fast enough. Mm. I don't fast enough. That is a hard one. Mm-hmm. That is a really hard one to really die to yourself and actually not consume all the yummy food that's mm-hmm. in your face. It's <laughs> true. But I mean, you know, the basics are still good. Yeah. Get in the Word. Pray. Like, really pray. And and quiet your spirit. Learn how to quiet your spirit. I just, my beautiful friend Linda was just here. She ministers in Nicaragua. And she was talking about learning how to meditate. Because, you know, meditation is all through Scripture, but she said, we really don't know how to meditate on the Lord. And she had a young man, uh, she was working in a studio, and he said, I want to, he said, I've studied all the religions. He's 19. He said, I've studied all the religions. <laughs> I want to, I want to know about Jesus, but you're the first person that I felt comfortable to ask, will you teach me about Jesus? I just want to know all the religions. And she said, you know what? Let's do this. Will you do me a favor? I don't think I know how to meditate like I should and how the Lord's called. So would you mind if we take a scripture and you teach me to meditate and I'll teach you about Jesus? Or she actually said, you teach me to meditate and the true teacher will teach you about himself. Whoa. It was so powerful. And of course he got saved by the end of it (laughs) because all they would do was take a scripture and meditate on it. And she said, they would sit quiet for 20 minutes. And she said, she about crawled out of her skin for the first week because we don't know how to sit quiet for 20 minutes. So I would, my challenge to me is to really learn how to be still in the mm-hmm. Lord and let Him speak to me in the quiet. I think that's why God has to send dreams to us because we're never quiet enough during the day. <laughs> To hear him. So he's like, fine, I got to wait till you're about as calm as you're going to get. And then I'm going to slip that dream in there and hope you get something out of it. <laughs> so true. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my gosh. I love it. So is there anything that you have coming up mm. as we kind of start to wrap up? Anything that you have coming up that you want to um, share with our audience about? Any events or projects or anything like that? We are working fast and furious to launch uh, superiorberries.com. And of course, the larger parent company wants us to do their website as well. So we'll be doing Superior Pine. Uh, And what's really fun about that with the berry side and the pine, but really the berry side is the the, uh, American farmer. Mm. And I'm really having fun. And, and being reintroduced to the value and the preciousness of the American farmer. Mm-hmm. And so I love how their heart is for the land and, and that we get to be part of telling their story. I'm really, really delighted about that. That's awesome. So I've been immersing myself in a better understanding of why it's important to buy American produce. That's great. Yeah. I yeah. love that. It's really cool. Superior berry yeah. for every mouth in the South. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> so, <laughs> so cute. That's very cute. 
Lori, thank you so much for coming on today. This was such a delight. And we'll be encouraging our listeners to pray for you this week um, and just that God continues to open these doors for you. Thank you so much for having me. I love what Lori said about the time of waiting Mm -hmm. in order to see God continue to work, in order to get that confirmation. I think I am in a season of making myself wait. Like I want to rush into things and it's like this daily struggle and like God is reminding me to be patient and wait and wait and I don't like it. (laughs) Yeah. But I know it's what I need to be doing. So, you know, that's what really stuck out to me in that story. (laughs) I loved what she said about um, when God said, shut your mouth, I will promote you. I felt like, you know, sometimes you feel like there's like a spotlight shining down on you when God speaks to you and you're just like, okay, I hear you. I understand that's for you. Like, I feel, I feel like, and not so much promote you, like market you, but just put you in the place where he wants to elevate you Mm -hmm. at the appointed time, Mm -hmm. wherever that is, if that's within your family or your job or your church or wherever it is or your business. Um, and I just felt this sense of like, Tia, shut your mouth. God will move you forward when it's time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And she, like her waiting, you know, going to the store, having that moment where she's like, okay, I'm going to get these blueberries. And then, you know, takes the picture or contacts them and then waits. And, you know, it's just kind of, the simplicity of that. And it's, it seemed like such a minor detail, like it's such a small thing, but God was preparing and Lori didn't, she couldn't see all of that, but God was up to something. Yeah. And I just, I was so encouraged by that story and also challenged. Cause I'm like, man, sometimes I can just move on from something mm-hmm. and never go back to it. Oh. And that just, if anything, it challenged me to be like, you know what? I just, I want to be more aware mm-hmm. of those moments when God's like, hey, remember, remember yeah. that or remember that person and following, actually like following through with what I feel like I'm supposed to do in that I'm moment. I'm glad you said that because, you know what? Sometimes I just fail to revisit it or if it comes back to mind, I'm like, uh, the moment's passed. But mm-hmm. I actually ran into a guy in the grocery store that I knew from church and he clearly wasn't doing well. And I just, I need to go back and see him and, mm. and he works there and go check in with him again. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I'm really glad you said that. Yeah. It's never too late to be obedient to the prompting of the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Like even if it was last week, just do it now. Word. <laughs> um, if you want more richness, yes, the Patreon episode with Lori blew me away. <gasps> Um, and if you just love what you hear and you want to support us, it blesses us so much. Mm-hmm. It's not cheap to have a podcast yeah. and God is providing, um, but you know, every little bit helps. And so we would yeah. feel so honored if you would support us by becoming a patron. And we, we would love, love showering you guys with anything we can possibly do to serve you. Um, so if you know what you want as a patron... Let us know. Shoot us an email. Hello at collectedworkshops.com. And also, as always, please let us know how we can pray for you. Have a great week, guys. 
Thank you for listening to The Collected Podcast. Be sure to subscribe, rate, and review. And if you like what you've heard, we'd love it if you would help spread the word. Check back here for weekly episodes dropping every Thursday. You can follow Collected on social media at Collected Workshops. Find The Collected Podcast on Patreon at patreon.com forward slash The Collected Podcast. That's P-A-T-R-E-O-N. Become a patron for as little as $1 a month to gain access to bonus content, early bird ticket sales, exclusive contests, and more. You can also find Tia at Tia McNally Notes, Jess at Spreza Foundry, and Michaela at The Creative Space NC. Collected proudly supports and partners with Flourish Kenya, a nonprofit working to prevent and support unplanned adolescent pregnancy in rural Kenya. Learn more at flourishkenya.org. Support for The Collected Podcast is provided by Clean Juice. Learn more at cleanjuice.com and be sure to check out their lifestyle arm at wellhappyandkind.com. Podcast recorded by Jacob Early. Music by Asaf Alon.